Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Sawbones, a metal tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Sydney, we did not talk about what we were going to say at the beginning of this show. Why would we not do that? That's like a, a real head-scratcher, you know? We've already done this bit as an opening bit before, where we didn't come up with a bit. Yeah, but that, why... That bit has been done. Why didn't we do that? It's a real head-scratcher, Sid. I don't know why... It really makes you think. Oh, like it's a real head scratcher. It is a real head scratcher. It's a real head scratcher. Is your head getting itchy? It is making my head itch just thinking about it. Is it? Yeah, it's just you know, like it's a puzzle. It's a it's a head scratcher. Does it make you itch anywhere else? Uh, no. Are you starting to itch all over? Yes. <laughs> now that you say that out loud, yes. You know other things that make you itch. Like what, Sid? Lice. <laughs> Segwayed. Expert segway. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, well, that you're in the hands of a professional broadcaster, Sydney. Do you want to do you want to know more about lice? Sure. Hop on my L- back. Lice of all flavors, not just head lice. Hop on my professional back as we coast the wa- the rocky waters of broadcast excellence. Come with me. I'll cradle you. Now, everybody prepare uh, to get really itchy, because I found that when you talk about lice, yep. when you say the word lice, mm-hmm. when you think about lice, you start to... Are you getting itchy? Why would anybody... You're getting itchy, why, aren't you? Why would we even do this topic? Who would even do this to us? Well, none other than our good friend Dwight. Oh, classic Dwight. Thanks, Dwight, for the lice suggestion. Yeah, Dwight didn't actually give us lice. No, Dwight didn't give us any lice. But Justin's Justin and my good friend, Dwight Slappy, mm-hmm. suggested this topic. Good friend and, and co-host. Yes. And so uh, a co-host of what is that now? I uh, can't recall off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Well, if by Things the end I of the show... Things I Bought at Sheets is oh, my YouTube food review quiz show, unlike any other. It's on YouTube. Just search for Things I Bought at Sheets. You can really make sure you watch at the beginning, though. There's a rich storyline. Okay, Sydney, enough promo plugging. Let's talk about lice. So, lice and humans have a long and sordid history. Yeah. Yeah. Best, best friends since time immemorial. We we really have been. They've been living on us and among us. cold. Are you cold? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. They li- go turn, change the temperature? You can do the lice spiel and I'll go turn the AC off. No, no problem. Okay. Well, it's just it's just me now talking about lice. So they, they've been living on us and in our clothing for centuries. Uh, there are two main uh, gene, genuses, geni, genuses, 
uh, genuses of lice, uh, head and body lice, head lice being pediculus and uh, pubic lice being theorists. Pubic lice? Yes. That's just what I was hoping you wouldn't say. I'm not going to talk too much about pubic lice because... <sighs> Famous last words. No, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it because I'm going to mainly focus on head and body lice. I think they're more interesting um, and I'm I'm not just... I'm not going for the cheap snickers here. The, the giggles and the snickers and the chuckles and the... Got it. All yes, right. We're not going for that. Um, head lice, which are the capitus species uh, do not carry any diseases. They mm-hmm. just live on your head and people don't like to have them. Right. Uh, body lice, uh, humanus is the species. They actually can carry a lot of diseases. So they're a little more dangerous in terms of, you know, you don't like to have lice anywhere, uh, but specifically body lice can carry typhus, uh, which is a show unto itself. So we're not going to talk too much about typhus right now. You know, that being said, if you do get head lice, you probably want to go ahead and knock that out. Don't sit at home and think, well, it's fine. There's nothing serious to worry about there. Just lice. Well, it's not something serious to worry about. But like, I mean, most of us don't like having lice. I mean, if you do, I guess that's that's fine. It's not, you know, we don't talk about, we've never talked about this, but like foot fungus, if you want to have athlete's foot, you go for it. I mean, for the most part, it's not dangerous. I mean, you have to get really bad to be dangerous. So, Mm -hmm. so if you want to have head lice, I guess. That's your thing. It's a personal choice. Just but, don't leave the house because other people shouldn't have to be subjected because of your, uh, your unorthodox lifestyle. But body lice, on the other hand, cool. uh, like I said, they carry typhus, trench fever, relapsing fever. They're just, they're generally bad news. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you should get that taken care of. All lice are sucking lice. All of our important lice that we're talking about are sucking lice. Mm-hmm. As in they suck your blood. Great. Excellent. Which is no fun. No, not at all. Uh, I need that for life. Yes, we need blood. Good. Hey, have you picked that up from Sawbones? Next. Uh, So lice have been living on primates for probably 25 million years. Um, And the same genus uh, that hangs out on humans hangs out on chimpanzees and gorillas. They're all the same. There's like humans... We, we have both kinds of lice, and mm-hmm. then chimpanzees have one kind, and gorillas have one kind, and then both live on us. Perfect. And it's interesting, because if you start, like, and people have done a lot of studies on, like, the, the genealogy of lice, like, where did this, you know, species come from, and how did it get from, from this primate to the humans, and when did it split off, and all that kind of stuff? Was it just evolution, or did we get it from a gorilla, and it looks like that we somehow acquired the one that's on gorillas, the genus that is specific to gorillas, um, about three or four ma- million years ago, and that's the the pubic lice variety. Okay, and that we probably got it through some kind of direct contact with a gorilla. What kind of direct? Like a hug? <laughs> probably a hug. A, a lot of people like to talk about this. This is like something that I guess makes like I don't know evolutionary lice biologist snicker like we got it through direct contact with a gorilla it's a good lice biologist joke yeah but um but uh, it could have just been like hanging around the same place gorillas hang around so you know don't get too excited now guys yeah sorry it's not that kind of episode we have found lice on mummies and mummification preserves lice pretty well 
Perfect. So that was my main concern. I just want to make sure they were okay. <laughs> We've talked about before, like mummifying animals, like cats and dogs. I don't think anybody was attempting to mummify a louse. That would be very difficult. <laughs> shh, shh, gentle, gentle now. Wait for the moment. Wait till his back is turned. We don't want him fleeing. Um. Also, uh, when we, if we look back and notice, like where there's a split in the kind of louse, like that that lives on our body, and the kind of louse that lives on our head, you know, because they're they're slightly different. When you kind of trace that back, uh, you can that helps us figure out when humans started wearing clothes, hmm. which is a really interesting like. Why did we start wearing clothes? Um, I found estimations like as long ago as 170,000 years ago to as recent as 40,000 years ago. It's interesting because you look at this time period where it wasn't cold enough, probably, that we needed clothing, but we had already become hairless. Like we, you know, we'd we'd evolved to a point where we weren't covered in hair. So like we're just walking around like hairless and naked for some periods of Sounds pretty chill. tens of thousands of years so so why did we start wearing clothes is an interesting question mm-hmm. which i don't know lice didn't answer that for me it was me. cold like, i guess it got cold at jacket. some point i don't know at some point we started decide we i don't know someone was leaving the cave and the, the this the cave woman was leaving the cave and her husband said hon it's uh it's chilly out there you should take a jacket and she said what are you talking about i don't know any of those words what could a jacket be like what do you mean and then they invented clothes and then he was like wilma Wilma. is that right yeah that's how flintstones worked (laughs) um so you're saying there's a chance that flintstones is inaccurate with its depiction of clothing that it should have just been a wild nudist romp yes I am suggesting that. I don't know. That wouldn't have been as popular on TV, I think. I don't know the history of clothing. That's a whole other thing. It's about that. I I just know about lice. Um, So, and it's interesting because we can look back at these these mummified lice and pick them off of them. And we have. We have. There are lots of times in history where we've discovered mummies and then found lice on them. And then there's like this great report about, we found pubic lice on this mummy. We found head lice on them. Which is like an awful thing. Like, you've been mummified. Now we found you like thousands and thousands of years later. And the first thing we write about is how you have lice. We'll put you on blast. Like, as soon, (laughs) yeah, as soon as we find you. It's not like, he, he seemed to have cool muscles. He seemed like a handsome dude. He's like, no, pubic lice. Yeah, no, and we found a ton of lice in his shirt, too. Um, but it, it teaches us a lot about migration patterns of disease. Like, where, like, did this disease start in the old world and get to the new world? Or did we have it in the Americas to begin with? Or, you know, was it two different kinds? I, I don't know. Some of that is, I guess, just good for blaming. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like, so we can look back and be like, you Europeans. <laughs> A lot of finger pointing. <laughs> we wouldn't have gotten pubic lice if it weren't for you guys. It would be a cool pubic life free existence. <laughs> but uh, but I, I don't know. I, I just want to point out something. By the by, you said you didn't want to talk about pubic lice. It is literally every example of lice so far you have used is pubic lice. Uh, okay, I'm going to get better. Rain it in. Okay, let's talk about head lice. Okay. We all worry about head lice, uh, specifically among school kids, right? That's right. When, you, when you think about head lice, you think about, uh-oh, it's the fall. All the kids are going back to school and they're just, I don't know, rubbing their heads against each other. Lice time. It's like instantly like my image is that kids get to school and the first thing they do is go, I like your hat. Can I try it on? Can I rub my head on your head? Can I try your hat on too? Let's all try each other's hats on. We all have lice. Boom. (laughs) Exactly. That's what happens in schools. Um, It has been around for a really long time. It plagued the ancient Egyptians. They hated it. 
they hated having headlines, and many of them did. Um, so there were cures found for it. Uh, most, it, I, I didn't know that this was true. It was very common to just shave your head because oh. you didn't want to have head lice. So when we see some depictions of ancient Egyptians, they're probably wearing wigs. Oh, uh, and it was it was very fashionable and common to have many wigs. It was okay. It wasn't like something that you hid, like oh, this isn't my real hair. No, you just. Wore lots of different wigs, some of them very, you know, elaborate and fanciful, some of them that just look like natural hair. Um, some of them with lice in them, probably. Probably. Probably lice would get in them, and then you would, I guess, get rid of that one. Yeah, I'm who's going to afford a new one, though? I think you just rock it. <laughs> if you wanted to get rid of the lice in your wig or in your real hair, uh, you could. Uh, the Ebers Papyrus recommended a mixture of water and dates, and then you chew it up, and then you spit it out wherever... Like, and put it on wherever the lice are. So whether it was hair or body lice, you could just put it there. I mean, I guess. I know. Smother the lice? That is, a, that, that is a theme. You will find a lot of things throughout the history of lice treatment that the, the goal was mainly to, like, plug up their little breathing holes and mm-hmm. make them die. Which is, like, a, a good idea. It's a good concept, but it doesn't get out the nits. And anybody who has dealt with headlights will tell you, you got to get the nits. Okay. Let's keep moving because my head is like crazy itchy now. Um, If you were a priest, you may just remove every speck of hair from your body as a way to stay, you know, like purified and clean. One step ahead of the lice. Because what do you care? No. You don't. I mean, and I mean everything like your eyelashes, like every shave your eyebrows, every, every bit. Yes. Every bit of hair from your body because lice can live anywhere. Um, there were, we have found throughout history, like special life, lice combs, as well as lice tweezers, uh, not just the ancient Egyptians, like different Asian cultures. You can find like very elaborate, beautiful lice combs, like <laughs> carved ivory <laughs> lice combs. Just because you're dealing with lice doesn't mean you can't do it in style. <laughs> Which is a good idea. Like combing out. I mean, we do that now, right? After you have lice, will you treat it and then you got to comb it all out? I guess I've never interacted with lice my entire life. Really? Never had them, never saw me with them. Yeah. But a lot of lice-free existence. I had lice once as a kid. Yeah. Why didn't you tell did. me before we get I married? It. I got it in school. She put did. that on a prenup. I was, and I was one of, of at the time, two girls, now three, with very long hair, and it was a constant threat to us. The lice party. Um, uh, Plenty had some advice. Sure. Of course, Plenty always does. Plenty the Elder. If you're new to our show, one of our favorite recurring characters. <laughs> um. So you could try a couple of things. And if you look at all like the other lice treatments, they kind of make some sort of sense. And then Pliny always comes in here with like this weird, I feel like he's just making it up. I feel like he was like, also had a general store where, where he sold stuff. As he like specifically picked things he had like extra stock of <laughs> that he was trying to move. So this week he was trying to get rid of dog's fat. So you could eat some I dog's got this dog's fat. fat. Just sitting on the shelves. Or if you had some snakes around this line around you, what then you want to do is leave the room <laughs> leave the room no kill them and then cook them like eels so i don't know how you cook an eel but cook the snake like you cook an eel so figure out how you cook an eel you cook it just like you would cook a snake uh, this is endless yeah uh and then eat that mm. um or you or you could if you didn't want to eat it you could take the skin that i guess you removed from the snake probably when you cooked it i don't know however you cook an eel um you grind up that snake skin and then you drink it. Okay. Or you could try uh, something that he recommended. And then this was recommended um, for a very long time by many different people. So this wasn't just old Plenty's 
idea. Uh, the powdered seeds of a plant, Delphinium uh, steph. Staphysagria. Staphysagria. Okay. Staves acre is what it's more commonly known as. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also called lysbane. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that should have been a good initial clue to them that it would be useful <laughs> in the battle against lice. Uh, it was used in different preparations against lice for a really long time. As in, like, uh, like the British soldiers were issued it in the Battle of Waterloo. It is still around today in some, like, herbal, natural preparations for for lice killing mm-hmm. purposes um you see it all throughout you know the 17s 18s 1900s i mean this is still around today it's extremely toxic this plant staves mm-hmm. acre extremely toxic it can irritate your skin if you put it all over you for like body lice mm-hmm. um also if you ingest it you'll puke and die so so don't don't eat it don't eat it don't eat it what if i got really bad lice though don't eat it. Got it. Yeah. So it's a bad idea. But it was, it, it, like I said, it's still around today. Uh, the Aztecs used to just use like hair dye to try to remove them. So it would like double purpose. Oh. Like, dye your hair a really nice uh, shiny black color. And, and have no lice. And no lice. Um, in the Middle Ages, there wasn't a lot of bathing. And we talked about this on our hygiene episode. It, bathing became very unpopular for a while. And so <laughs> you would wear the same clothes for a long time, which allowed a lot of uh, body lice to flourish but also had lice in like the big elaborate wigs and then later just in your own hair the middle ages were kind of humanity's toddler phase weren't they <laughs> things just when things seemed to be improving they just got dramatically worse <laughs> we know that now i'm not taking a bath yes you are middle ages i'm not gonna do it i want to wear this shirt every day i, I love this shirt love this shirt it's my favorite i know it's got food all over it but i want to wear it again tomorrow i want to wear it again tomorrow i want a sword I can pull the sword out of the stone. No problem. Uh, Sometimes people would have so much head lice for so long that it would start to become kind of matted and sticky with like the exudates from the lice and then from your own hair, like the oil from your own hair. Like you'd get this like big sticky mass of hair or like several different masses of hair. Okay. And then that would get infected sometimes with like like usually fungal infections would start to grow on like the sticky mass I'm of begging lice you. hair. I'm begging you. And there's a name for this, Plica hell, polonica. Hell on earth. <laughs> uh, no, Plica polonica. And this is something, again, that there are still cases up to this day of Plica polonica, not nearly as common as there used to be. Um, and there are so many names for it because it's been written about all throughout history, like you can find a lot of different like poetic and like in different plays and stories and stuff references. Mm-hmm. Um, Marinlock, Elvish knots, they were called elf locks, Marilock, Elvish uh, knots. Op- take that, Elvish knots. Like, take that, Lord of the Rings fans. How's that <laughs> added the romance of your setting? <laughs> Ugh. Uh, this may be the origin of the Medusa myth. Oh, you know, snakes in her hair because it would look like like coiled, big, thick. You know, um, there was. A cure that I found for this, um, other than like the obvious, like just shave cut your head, off. just cut it off. But you, but there was one cure that was you wait until Easter, and then you cut it all off, mm-hmm. and you could just bury it, or, or if you're feeling more exotic, you could take the hair that you've, if you can even call it hair at this point, that you've cut off, tie a piece of copper money up in it, and then throw it into the ruins <laughs> of an old <laughs> castle where. Uh, not just any old castle, a castle where evil spirits lodge, but don't look when you do it. Just toss it in there and then run home really quickly. 
Some it sounds like somebody made that up to get some free hair or or gold, gold or copper coins. This is referenced in the Mercutio speech about Queen Mab. He talks about elf locks. Oh, yeah, and um, and uh, some other things that you could do for head lice: uh, English tobacco juice, rosemary, quinoa water. Just the water, like, after like you make the water, like make some quinoa and then pour the water on your head. Okay, so I mean, I, I don't sure. know, quinoa is good. Um, in the 1800s in the U.S., there were some school kids who would uh, wear sacks of powdered brimstone around their neck to drive away lice. Sydney, I love you. I literally can't talk about head lice anymore. Can you tell me about a different kind? All right. Well, we will move on to body lice right after we visit the billing department. Let's go. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? pre-prepared all i got in two minutes i'm eating filet mignon that sounds delicious yeah it sounds delicious and you can give these a try and it's not just these meals we're talking pancakes smoothies they got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious and the meals you just eat and eat there's no prepping cooking or cleanup get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week you're going to get exactly what you want no surprises here uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Okay, Sydney, body lice, I'm ready. 
All right, body lice is not nearly as common. It tends to crop up in times um, where people are like really crowded, you know, stuck in the same place, close together, um, not able to access, you know, baths and showers regularly and cleaning their clothes um, because it tends to live in the in the clothing. So Burning Man. <laughs> Basically, the burn. Don't put Burning Man on blast. Don't put Burning Man on blast. Nah, that just ended, right? It's so, like Maybe everybody got home and bed. had to... Maybe they're listening on their way home. I'm just kidding, burn burners. You well, didn't get body lice. I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't. I hope you took pictures, too, because got... it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go some year. Some and, year, and you not watch. Body lice. You watch us. We're going to bring our baby <laughs> to the burn. Um... No, typically it tends to crop up in times of like war, uh, people who are stuck in like trenches or like close together, not able to, you know, change their clothes a lot, right. uh, refugee camps, people just in general who have to, you know, who don't have access to, to bathing. Sort of nature's way of saying, time for a change. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Clean your clothes if you can. Um Ancient Chinese medicine involved using a lot of kind of toxic substances for this. Mm -hmm. Arsenic was very popular. Mercury was very popular. And you find this again. It's like sometimes these like really weird toxic treatments pop up and then they just stick around for a long time. Like arsenic continued to be used up until like the 1960s (laughs) in some places. The unexamined life. Be careful, people. Every time you treat yourself for body lice, ask, is this poison? Because if so, you probably want to try something new. It's. I think it's that we've talked about this before. If something did something for a long time, it was considered to be effective. No matter right. what it did. Something's happening. Yeah. There. Like, I feel really sick. It must be working. I just puked. I just, you know, I threw up all this blood. Something good must be Something's happening. Something's happening. Um, Hippocrates thought that body lice came out of humans. Like, it arose from human flesh mm-hmm. especially if like we were sweaty that was a theory like you get really sweaty and then lice pop out everywhere gross um this this spontaneous generation which we you know this not just does not just apply to lice like we thought this about a lot of different we used things. to think that um flies came out of dog duty right well meat oh Rot- meat like rotting yeah meat. maggots yeah. came out of meat but yeah. i've also heard flies come out of dog duty yeah maybe yeah well probably we did we thought that we thought that things came out of things yes mm-hmm. Um, just spontaneously. And this this persisted until 1864. Pasteur disproved that. Good. Lice, among other things. Thanks for sorting it out, Louie. So some cures for body lice, which, like I said, is a bigger deal because they can carry disease. Um, Greek cures included pitch from the cedar tree, which doesn't sound great, or garlic boiled with oregano. Nice. That sounds delightful. Get yourself tasting really nice. I like that because you see some of these like Greek cures and then especially with like Roman cures that are, that sounds a little indulgent. Yeah, treat yourself. You know. You got body lice. You burned it. <laughs> Boil some, some garlic with oregano. Have a nice glass of Merlot. Merlot, I guess. Grog. I don't know my history. Oh, I just don't know anything about wine. Yeah. Um, Sweet wormwood was a cure for a while. Chrysanthemum is something that you find suggested various times throughout history. And that is really interesting because as we're going to talk about in a minute, they may have been onto something using like powdered or dried chrysanthemum on your body for lice. Um, One suggestion I found was coat your kid in honey. Sure. Uh, Again, this was probably like the smothering theory, right? Like not your kid. Don't smother your kid. Like smother no. the lice. No, that won't fix anything. Like it's sticky, you know, and so you'll just coat yourself in it and it'll like smother all the lice to death. But like you, we do have some like, I mean, the thing that's weird is like that works for like ticks, right? Like you can do that with ticks. 
Oh, yeah, to put, like, like smother it. Smother it, and then they pop mm-hmm. their head out, like, oh, 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 what's going on? And then you just flick them off. Sort of. You kind of have to pick them off. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> um, you could wear a mercury necklace. You know, one time I came out from camping, and I thought I had a lump of uh, marshmallow from s'mores stuck in my hair. Uh, and I picked at it, trying to get it out for about uh, maybe a half hour, trying to get it out. And when I finally just pulled and yanked it out, it was a tick, and it was the worst thing has ever happened. I still have the, like, I was probably 10 years old. I still have the exact image of what it looked like in my head. It was a nightmare. I'm really sorry that happened to you. Yeah, and it's an important story to share with people, just to let them know it's not marshmallow. <laughs> that thing on your head, that thing on your head is not marshmallow. For all you people out there who felt a bump on your head and, and assumed it assumed it was marshmallow, it's like not. we do, it's not. No it's a tick. Um, some other things you could do for body lice: uh, mustard. Just coat yourself in mustard. Coat yourself in vinegar and lye. Don't do that. Don't use lye. No, that's toxic again. Don't, don't lie. Um, in World War II, we had a great idea. By the end of World War II, we were coating everybody in DDT. Great. Uh, this was not just for lice. It was also for mosquitoes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to for malaria was the big fear, but also um, for typhus, for body lice. Uh, and DDT does, in fact, work against body lice. Well, that's going to do it for us, folks. Another great nope. episode in the books. Wait, nope, nope, nope. nope. Um, it, it actually, it was so effective that we didn't, you don't see, like, there's this period of time from, like, the end of World War II up until, like, about the 70s, where you kind of see not so much um, head lice or any kind of lice, really. Like, Fixed lice it. is just kind of gone Crack for a while. Crack that problem. Um, because DDT definitely did kill mosquitoes and lice. Unfortunately, it killed a lot of other things, too. Um, oh, no. Everybody's heard of the book Silent Spring. Rachel Carson wrote in 1962, I think, um, which called it, she's a biologist, called attention to the fact that DDT was a very toxic, harmful substance to the environment. It had a lot of unintended impact on other other animals, like the bald eagle, right. probably would be extinct if we hadn't banned DDT, um, as well as humans, possibly a carcinogen. And so um, in the 70s, we banned DDT, and which is good. Don't use DDT on yourself. But then the Don't lice spray thing DDT is back. On yourself. But then, but then, of course, we see uh, mosquitoes and lice come back. So, yeah, too bad. Um, some home remedies that you may find for lice that have been around a long time but are still around today. Um, because it's like anything Can you that, clarify, like, are these real? No. Re- okay. No, these are not real. I'm going to tell you what to do about lice. Okay. Um, there are many suggestions on ways to, like we've talked about, really just suffocate the lice. Uh, the problem with that is that it, while it will kill the lice, the actual live little lice, it doesn't kill the nits. It doesn't get rid of the eggs that are clinging to is the hair. Is that what nits are? Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't get rid of those. And um, then they hatch and you've got more lice. They're back. It's You have to get rid of the nits. I'm going to say that over and over again. Okay. I say that a lot. No, you got to get rid of the nits. You can't just treat it. you got to comb. Um in the early 1900s, gasoline and kerosene became really popular treatments. So just coat your head in gasoline or kerosene, which probably did kill the actual lice. Um, but then the eggs hatched and you have more lice. Right. Uh, this is still a thing that people will tell you to do. Don't do that. It's nope. just a bad idea. Dousing yourself in gasoline is generally frowned upon. <laughs> if you learn nothing else from Sawbones <laughs> in your time with us. Don't drill a hole in your head and also don't douse yourself in gasoline. Mm-hmm. Um, the University of California Department of Entomology has studied a lot of these kinds of like like folk 
home remedy kind of things Mm -hmm. to see is there any truth because you've probably heard people say like oh you got head lice just put mayonnaise on your head use some peanut butter try some uh vaseline that'll work again um all these things didn't really help so mayonnaise petroleum jelly olive oil butter vinegar um isopropyl alcohol none of these things will fix the problem they may kill some lice but it doesn't fix the problem Essential oils are something else you'll hear. Specifically, tea tree oil is something that I found a lot of people recommending um, to this day. Uh, it doesn't. It is. It does kill fungus. Some fun, some okay. fungi. It does kill some bacteria. It doesn't really do anything for head lice. Um, the idea is that lice hate the smell of tea tree oil, <laughs> and so they will flee from your head when you if you put it on there. But like that doesn't even sound. Right. If that doesn't sound right. made up to you, you have not listened to enough of our program. That's <laughs> nonsense. Also, tea tree oil can be toxic to your liver. You in, train in the lice, doses. you see. You train them. You put them in the areas you don't want, and then eventually you'll have them in a little lice circus, like John well, Hammond. They, people go, that's the good see, Mommy, can you see the lice? But that's but that really, because they tell you, like, if you're going to use this, that not just on the person who has lice, but, like, everybody in the family has to put it on their head, because otherwise the lice will, like pack up their little lice suitcases and be like, I, the the new world is right over there on his <laughs> on, brother's head. On his brother's head. We got to head over to his brother, to the new world. You got to coach your whole situation in tea tree oil. Guess who came up with that one, Sid? Someone who was selling tea tree oil, probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 So also, tea tree oil can be toxic to your liver in large doses. It can trigger allergic reactions, and you can't use it by... You can't use it on babies, certainly, or young children. You can't use it on pregnant women. Just my advice would be, if you have lice, don't don't do this. Mm -hmm. Just don't do this. Um, A a little side note on pubic lice. We weren't going to talk about it, but just one thing that you should know is that we call them pubic lice. They can actually be anywhere. Great. On your arms, your legs. Great. uh, In your beard. They found them in eyelashes. Just a... So I just wanted to leave you with that little treat. Um, But... As far as actually treating lice, so since uh, 1800, we knew about something we used to call Persian louse powder, which included this like chrysanthemum that was dried and crushed, and it had these substances called pyrethrins in it, um, which is a contact poison to lice. It affects their central nervous system, and it actually is effective for lice. It is known today as Nix introduced about the 70s oh so but we still you know nix is available over the counter and a lot of people still use pyrethrum uh for body lice and head lice today um in in 1984 ovide which is malathion which is another way to cure lice uh came around so those are mainly what we what we get people to usually pyrethrum is rid lice yeah okay you can use rid too yeah and 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 any of these things two out no (laughs) i've been wanting to see what he's gonna follow up with but these are all treatments for lice um, that I would recommend. Uh, talk to your doctor or they sell them over the counter. Um, okay. But the big thing, again, is you got to get the nits. Got to get so the nits. So you can treat the lice. And when you treat your kid for lice, you probably just all want to use the lice shampoo. I usually say that. Like, well, just everybody take around a lice shampoo. Um, as long as there's no reason you can't. Um, because it, they do they do tend to spread in families pretty quickly. Cool. You know, anybody who shares pillows or blankets or, you know, close enough. I mean, they can jump from head to head. So mm-hmm. if you're close enough to somebody with head lice, they can get on your hair. So um, 
everybody needs to wash. You need to wash all the clothes, bedding, stuffed animals, whatever. Um, and you need to comb, 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 comb out all she, the nits. Got to get the nits. Got to get the nits. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our program. Uh, we hope that your head doesn't itch too bad, even though it totally, totally does. Just a reminder, you you probably don't have uh, lice. Although there is a special super strain of lice out now that's resistant to a lot of these treatments. So watch out. Great. Great. Watch out. Sleep Great. tight. Thanks to the taxpayers for letting us use their song Medicines as the intro and outro of our program. Thanks to the Max- Maximum Fun Network for, uh, for having us as a part of their podcast family. There's a ton of great shows you can listen to there on uh, MaximumFun.org. And... Uh, but thanks to everybody who came out to our uh, shows in the Pacific Northwest. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. We had a blast. Beautiful part of the of the world really that I, we'd never been to. It's yeah. gorgeous. Um, and uh, that's going to do it for us. Hey, we're on Facebook. We haven't mentioned that in a long time. Search for Sawbones on Facebook uh, and come join the, the group there. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Sawbones. And uh, that's going to do it for us. Until uh, next Wednesday, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.